0: Welcome to the Eye on the U podcast, Miami Herald's Miami Hurricanes podcast. I am David Wilson, joined, as always, by Susan Miller-Degnan, our Miami Hurricanes beat writer here at the Miami Herald. How's it going, Susan?
1: It's great. I think I'm much more awake now than the last time we did this. Yeah, we were doing this
0: last last time we were talking, it was uh, after the Independence Bowl, so we're all refreshed, had a couple days off after... Um,
1: Happy New Year everyone. We're
0: in the thrall of the offseason now, but of course the news never stops for the Miami Hurricanes. Um, And there's really only been one, uh, there's weirdly kind of been a lot of stories over the last week, because since we last recorded, uh, Dan Enos is out as offensive coordinator. Um, Mm -hmm. A couple guys have uh, declared early for the NFL draft, but there's really only one story right now, and that is the Alonzo Highsmith uh, conundrum that the Miami Hurricanes are maybe facing um, basically a series of reports and stuff we've been able to kind of confirm ourselves to mm-hmm. that Miami is, uh, and, and actually Blake, I guess, publicly said it on the radio, toying with the, the, an idea of the chief of staff for Miami football. Um, coincidentally, or maybe not coincidentally, pretty much at the exact same time, Uh, Alonzo Highsmith, a legendary Miami Hurricane, um, Mm -hmm. was let go with his role in the Cleveland Browns front office. Um, So with their overhaul they have had there, uh, which of course leaves him on the market. And he seems to a lot of people to be a pretty ideal fit for this uh, chief of staff role that Miami has toyed with. Um, But it's more complicated than that, right?
1: Uh, definitely. There's, uh, yeah. There's power struggles. Right. I mean, so, that's the, the the power struggle, power struggles, and, mm-hmm. and uh, going on. And and there's and the, yeah. By the way, the Daninos was a big story, but uh, right. the spread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. It's know all. How to all it's all. Yeah. It's all together. But. But yeah. It's uh. So it's pretty it seems intriguing. like there are
0: pretty much three paths that Miami can take with this, chief of staff. Role, whatever they're going to call it officially slash um, the Alonzo Highsmith part of it. Um, door number one.
1: Oh, we're, we're going with the yeah. let's make a deal theme yeah, for yeah. all you old-timers. Well,
0: let's, let's lay out the three uh, potential paths. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure. Um, and then we'll kind of talk through each of them uh, more in depth. First one is hire Alonzo Highsmith now. He is on the market. Um, he seems to be open to the idea of coming back to Coral Gables. Um, but, of course, with this, you know, Manny Diaz doesn't want to have a guy that he's kind of reporting to. or you know, it, it It's what fractures his power that any college head coach wants. Um, and with him, you know, I think he knows he's on the hot seat and he knows he's got to get together. Uh, obviously not a great look that you have to bring in basically a babysitter is right. the way some people might look at it. Uh, option number two is wait until there's a coaching change um whenever it happens Whenever, right potentially as early as next offseason if it doesn't go well for Miami um and then you know basically hire this chief of staff general manager whatever you want to call the position either simultaneously or hire him first and help have him help make the hire um and then just kind of we, we still don't know exactly how the balance of power would be with these two roles, which is, of course, right. important to uh, acknowledge with all these. And then the last one is let Manny Diaz choose his own guy or at least have a, a larger say in the process than um, getting a guy who's clearly going right. to be – you know. A, I don't want to say clearly going to be above him on the pecking order, oh, yeah. but it a becomes is, a different yeah. job.
1: It becomes a, so, a helper, a Manny uh, helper.
0: So let's dive into the first one, which I think is the one most Miami fans probably want, which is just get Alonzo in the door, um, right? And like we said, the the issue there is, of course, how does Manny Diaz feel about that?
1: Yeah, I I mean Manny Diaz, there's no way he feels good about that, in my opinion, because he he wants the he wants the the responsibility of finishing the job yeah. that he, you know, he started, um, and, you know, changing the culture and that it doesn't happen overnight and that everything happened this year for a reason. And this is just part of the, um, the, pro- I don't want to say progress at this point, but this is part process of the process. Wow. That's an out golden word mm-hmm. if I ever heard it, but it's part of the process and and he believes it is um and he needs to finish it off in in his opinion mm-hmm. not not necessarily my opinion um and the 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 so the my take is um so if that happens obviously there will be dissension right. there will be resentment um uh, one has to, Blake James, or someone has to say who's the boss. Right. Okay? If it's Manny Diaz, there's nothing different. Okay? Right. The, the person's almost like a figurehead. I mean, okay? If the, the parameters have to be set, and if if they hire someone like Alonzo to come in, Alonzo's got to be the boss. or. Right. So well, I, well, well, okay. Well, so I think a, a boss of maybe some the way that maybe right. they split their their responsibilities. So it's
0: worth noting that the way that Blake described the job, Blake James described the job, is as a chief of staff. Right. That's the the phrase right. he used. Nothing about it, in the White House. The chief of staff reports to the president. They're sort of the president's like right hand man. Like kind of handle all the like dirty work basically. Um,
1: but, but maybe there's play evaluation. Alonso Highsmith is not
0: coming to Miami to be Manny Diaz's yes right man.
1: Not even that. his yes
0: man, but his guy. Like his yeah. number Total
1: two. 100%. He's coming
0: to have a role. You know, he he's a guy who will be he had a very high job in the Cleveland Browns front office. Yeah. He's viewed as a candidate to potentially be a general manager one day. If he's coming to Miami, it is to be maybe the. Another big picture.
1: Well, to shape the staff.
0: Yeah, another big uh, to picture. to help shape the
1: staff. That. If there's if there are people that are let go or or yeah. fired, then you know, Alonso's gonna is gonna want a say in who who gets hired and right. why. If uh, the the personnel that mm-hmm. UM has, you know, the players, the recruiting, he's definitely definitely gonna want right. the final say of that. Um, yeah, so uh, so I
0: found a, a, I, an article at athleticdirectoru.com, um, which basically is uh, – it's it just kind of surveyed a bunch of chiefs of staff from various college athletic departments. There aren't a lot of them. Duke has one. Baylor has one. Penn State has one. Uh, Clemson has one. But most of – you know, these guys aren't big football names like Alonzo they Heisman. They're, um, they're athletic department people. They're people who are – you know, maybe come from backgrounds in other sports or worked in athletic departments. They're they're they pretty much all of them uh, describe themselves as guys who are more involved with the day to day operations. That's you know,
1: current, current. Yeah, right? that, again. Right? Yeah. So I don't okay. know if
0: this is what Mi- Miami envisions for its chief of staff. But if Alonzo Highsmith is the chief of staff, he's not going to be the day to day guy. He's going to be a big picture yeah leader for this program because I mean that is. He's not, he's not coming to be a director of player person. Like, you know, there's, there's all these positions that exist within athletic departments, like director of football operations and stuff. He's not coming to do that. He's coming right. to be a,
1: and, a guy then, who
0: works maybe as basically the athletic director for football.
1: Right. And, 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 and one thing that I thought about this was, you know, is this a way of moving on from Manny in a way? Meaning setting right. up a way to make a smoother transition, okay? Knowing you stay with, you know, you have to stay with, with what you have now. Right. Okay? With the, with the kids and the recruiting. It's good. And you gotta, you Manny's obviously going to be and here Manny, for the start of next year. And Manny needs, uh, I've said this all along, he needs a chance, he needs another year. That's my opinion. Okay? I know a lot of people disagree with that, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's fair uh, to fire him after one season, for sure. Okay. So... So it, let, it gives you some kind of transition if you need a transition. Um, uh, another pro, pro, as as far as pro-con to this is that it gives you, it gives Manny um, a firmer structure kind of and a helping hand a little bit with the major, so yeah. many major decisions and, and responsibilities. And a con is, from that, is the friction and dissension, you know? Yeah. Um, which just... Like, the program is always – it's, like, just right. makes it I mean, if you worse. look at
0: the, the problems the last two years that Miami has had, a lot of it has been, I think, different faction, which happens on any team. There's always clicks and stuff like that. But, you know, last year the offense and, and defense were very – Well, when you're losing – 2018.
1: When you're losing, you know, it happens. People who are behind every, different
0: quarterbacks. Right. There's always – Every
1: team, every mm-hmm. sport, when they're yeah. – And
0: obviously that's just another faction right. that you're creating by bringing in – Um, a big voice, like um, Alonzo Highsmith. I mean, if you think about it from the Manny Diaz perspective, basically, if you're going to be, and again, if this guy's going to be hired to be his boss, you don't get to pick your boss. Um, But from his perspective, if you want to have Alonzo Highsmith in the door, it's because you think, because you're acknowledging your job is on the line, and you need yeah. to start winning. And I think he knows is And maybe his if you think Alonzo Highsmith will help you win, then why wouldn't you want him? But of course, then the other problem is if Alonzo Highsmith hey. comes in has a lot of power, he is gonna want his. You know, he becomes yeah. the the stabilizing force. Whereas Manny becomes the interchangeable piece. And Alonzo, if he comes in with a big voice, a lot of power, and it doesn't go well for Manny this year, then Alonzo is gonna want to be able to have his pick. Of a coach. And he is the guy that is, you know, you've kind of shifted. Or, right now, Manny is the head of the rebuild, Or right? input. Right, or at least input. Input, right. input. yeah. Right now, yeah. Manny so, is the head of the rebuild. Everything that Miami yeah, is trying to just, do is he gets to kind of say, this is how we're going to try to get back to our winning. Yeah. Once you hire Alonzo Highsmith, it's he is, the, he is yeah. the face of the rebuild. He is the one coming in to rescue what is wrong. Manny Diaz was the one who came in to rescue what had gone wrong at the end of the Mark Richt era, obviously, so far he hasn't rescued it. Alonzo Highsmith, if you're hiring him, it's because he's the guy that's going to rescue what's going oh, wrong with the main DS.
1: But David, also it's, to me, it's not black and white. Like I, you know, oh, hire Alonzo now, if, <laughs> uh-huh. and then and 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 hell, I mean, you know, just because yes, there's definitely a power struggle. Agree, but it doesn't mean that it. it there's going to be dissension. There's going to be whatever, but maybe Alonzo has some great right. ideas, and he can, and Manny can get and Manny down to coaching. What Manny Yeah, well, need, need, Yes, he, the first year has yeah. no experience. I I I kind of like it. I like the Alonzo. Yeah. I like the higher Alonzo now. I I don't mind it at all. And uh and 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 let Manny do his coaching and his stuff with the whatever the heck he's doing with the with the team mm-hmm. and the and and still the other things too it's all part of it but w- if you have a good mind helping you what's wrong with it unless it turns into chaos okay so let's get into number 2 then well, well i would also
0: say as for the reason Blake James might have reticence toward uh hiring Alonzo Highsmith if you're hiring him you know Blake is at the point where his his, his seat's a little hot too. His you know, seat's definitely. It, he's hot. tied to Manny, considering definitely. he made him priority number one during that coaching search. Pretty much didn't have a coaching search to make Manny the coach. If it doesn't work with Manny, it, just the way it usually works in college athletic departments, you don't get to keep choosing these coaches of these big or sports. The way you it could, eventually, yeah,
1: I, I, the you're way. eventually
0: thought of as part of the problem too. If you hire right. Alonzo Highsmith and it doesn't go well next year for Manny and. Miami has to move on then you're maybe hiring your
1: replacement. And I think it might happen anyway by the right. way whether you do 1 2 or 3. Right. So I I it might yeah. it might who but knows. To hammer, you, you never want to
0: hire your own replacement, right?
1: Of course not.
0: And that's what, you know, Alonzo Highsmith if you hire him then, you know, he's a guy who would be a candidate for the athletic director job. Certainly if yeah, it comes for open sure. and he's the number 2 in the athletic or number 3 in the athletic department or whatever. Yeah. Um, and the sure. job's open, he'll be a candidate. Yeah,
1: and I don't think Especially because he's the new guy. I don't think necessarily uh, this was Blake's idea uh, yeah. with in, in terms of Alonzo Highsmith. Right. So, um, But now let's go yeah, to let's number two. Yeah, let's go to number two, two
0: which is basically, uh, to re- what? give you what? a quick refresher, uh, <laughs> make the hire when there's a new coach in place. Um, right, whenever. Basic, whether it's next year, you know, kind of. Uh, if it's going to be a big—this this really— Applies mostly if you think this chief of staff is going to be like a big voice, basically. Okay. Yep. Right. Because yeah. if it's a small voice, then well, that's number what three. Hurts. Right. Okay. So <laughs> if it's a big voice, you gotta wait. You wait until maybe there's a new.
1: This is coach. Sec- maybe the second a new option, athletic yeah. Athletic director. Yeah. Did, did you do that? You do you basically you overhaul the whole so our, football
0: side of the the whole football portion of the athletic department at once. Right. right. Our, all of our
1: options are based on that you're going to. You you are going to hire someone else, right. okay? We're we're just assuming that we're playing mm. this game. We're assuming it, okay? So, yeah, make make the hire when there's a new coach in place, and um, you know, I mean, if all of a sudden Miami goes, you know, ten and three or whatever next year, I think that would make everybody even happy. Maybe not. I don't know. But eleven and two? How about that? Would that make you happy? Yeah. So, and I and I I can't. Who knows? I can't see it happening, but. Um, then, then it's we do a new podcast to yeah. go on. But I think, I think so. If it doesn't work out for Manny, let's say, whatever they don't do it this year, they do it whenever there's a new coach. And so basically, the hire's done at the same time. Whoever makes a choice, whether it be the trustees, board of trustees, who tells the AD this is what we're doing mm-hmm. for whatever, or the AD, whomever does it. Um, so you make it at the same time, maybe you get the general manager or what, what chief of staff yeah. first, maybe you do that. And then you have to, you have stipulation that one person has more power, someone that, you know, you have to say who has Yeah, you power. gotta figure it out. You almost. gotta figure that out. And then, um, and then you, so there are two new people, but you don't get, people that already are tied together necessarily. Okay. You don't get, that's what you're trying not to do in our option number two. Mm -hmm. So they're two independent voices. They're both maybe strong. My, uh, my thing with, uh, door number two is that a strong high profile coach like a really heavy-hitting coach... Isn't going to want this. ...will not definitely insist on having the final say. I mean, that he's the boss, okay? So that definitely weakens the other position, or does it? Um, Do do you describe the position, the responsibility, so they don't conflict, and yet they help the program? Okay, the the cons of that, again, are trying to satisfy two parties together, which doesn't always work, um, and... That's pretty much yeah, it. Yeah, so what this are...
0: one basically is... To make this one work, you have to be willing to be flexible with what this role means. And
1: right? someone who's not threatened. Right. So like, let's say, say
0: there's a big name... Co- like, Let's say this, uh, Manny gets fired after next season. They go seven and six again and six and seven again or whatever. And that's it. And I'm just going to throw out Mario Cristobal's name because he is... Got the Miami Ties, and it's the guy everyone wants right now. If he comes in,
1: he might not care, by the way, Mario. He's I gonna to talk to, he might, yeah, okay. I'm just saying,
0: if he comes in, he's not going to want, at this point, you know, let's say he's won a Rose Bowl and, you know, gone to another Rose Bowl in his, the last two years at Oregon. He's going to come in, and if you're hiring a chief of staff, he's a big enough name, he's a well established enough coach. That I think he he's gonna do it gets to way. pick his guy. Yeah,
1: he does. He it picks his a
0: way. chief of staff who's going to be what I've described these other chiefs of staffs as as the day to day manager, not the big picture. You're not gonna. He's not gonna want to come. Somebody
1: he trusts to right. do the other stuff. He's gonna. He's gonna turn over the whole –
0: Whereas if you go, let's day. say you do another thing where you take a coach from Temple or whatever, like you hire another, uh, yeah, like the, I don't know who, I don't know, an, an okay. interesting mid major coach like. Um,
1: like another former Al Golden,
0: yeah, like someone of that caliber. Okay, um, like Luke Fickle or something at uh, okay. at Cincinnati. I think Luke Fickle's Cincinnati coach. Um, then that guy doesn't have the leverage, right? You can hire the bigger name coach, which in theory is why you can do this now, is because Manny doesn't have any leverage. No, right? You
1: no, absolutely. Who, who not. cares if
0: he doesn't want Alonzo Highsmith to come when you lose right. to FIU and Louisiana Tech? In the same year, and then the year on a four game losing streak and go yep. have the first losing seasons of 2014, you don't have a lot of ground yeah, to stand on. I agree on.
1: with that. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, that, I mean, that's the I basically
0: agree. if you're going to delay this, it's because. Or
1: if you're getting somebody like, uh, everybody's going to laugh, Urban Meyer. Okay. Right, it comes yeah, yeah, in yeah. some really big names. Yeah, name. that's, that's why I
0: threw out. Um...
1: Uh, <laughs> so, let's say, you know. That's Just why I threw out, uh, right? Mario
0: Cristobal instead, because okay. that one felt a little more realistic to me. But okay. yeah, yeah. Urban Meyer's the biggest guess, name out there.
1: He's a big, big, big name. Okay, Urban Meyer. I mean, he's no. At that yeah. point, maybe they don't, then they say they scrap it. See how Urban Meyer does. I don't no. know. They scrap it. Or you're the hiring
0: idea. the chief of staff to be someone to clearly work underneath this more. Yeah. I think if it's a more if it's a very established coach who
1: yeah, the, coming he's coming from. He's not going to accept
0: a, the. His chief of staff um, is going to be a chief of staff, a guy who right. works under him who handles the day to right. day operations. Whereas, now, if you go with a you know an up and coming young coach like Miami has done, in what like four of their last five hires or whatever, you know Manny Golden, Manny Diaz, Al Golden,
1: uh, Randy, yeah,
0: Randy, like right. that kind of guy, you can bring in a bigger name, high profile. Um, General manager. I think that's an important distinction. Right now, we've been referring to it as chief of staff. If Alonzo Highsmith comes in, the assumption is it's more like a general manager than like a chief of staff. So the role is undefined, right? And that's what kind of complicates this whole thing. Um,
1: Maybe maybe they – what I said before – Maybe it's stipulated that they've just got that they do different responsibilities, but maybe it's different college from you know the Dolphins and Brian Flores and Chris Greer. Right, let's say being in place already, and Flores has to work Mm -hmm. with Greer and his vision. Um, Anyway, uh, so let's go to number three. Okay, have Manny Diaz choose his own guy. Well, I'm nope. Yeah, I'm a. <laughs> my take is that doesn't do anything to help the program. Maybe it's the program. No, of course picture. this is the now, thing. Now, it Manny maybe? if you, if maybe,
0: you view this chief of staff as a chief of staff, like the kind of the more traditional sense, like some of these other schools, like Clemson, or where it's just a guy who kind of helps out the coach, like does his busy work, does or, his day to day stuff. Then sure, let Manny hire him, but don't. But it's not a big deal then, right? It's right. just like hiring a player personnel guy I mean, or
1: whatever. The new person basically, yeah. If the two people are tied together in some way. It, yeah, if, if if they're making it seem like you know if Manny picks the guy who's going to help, then him it's decide, just
0: like the player To guy. me,
1: it is essentially lessens the magnitude of dialogue and views between them because one eventually would defer to the other, you know, and not want to go over, like go over the line. And it, this reminds me of if in this option number three, well, it's not the same thing at all. But John uh, John Richt being the quarterbacks coach at UM under his father, Mark Rick, who, who was the head coach. Mark Richt being the quarterback guru, okay, right. the quarterback guy known for being a great quarterbacks coach. And John Richt having grown up, literally, with the coach his dad, so everything he learned about quarterbacking, he learned from his dad. So in essence, there was no new knowledge or opinions. Everything John Rick was it was exact same stuff, but right. probably not as, de- definitely not as, I would think to a higher degree, to a lesser degree, and not as good as his dad. And um, so, how does that help the program? You know, you're having the same. It's it's, it's a waste. If if Manny chooses his own guy, and it's just a, he really doesn't lend anything to the program. So right. I don't really love number three yeah. or number. So three. basically,
0: what we're gonna find out whenever they make. This hire, if they make this hire, is was so Blake James goes on the radio. What was it like last or was it either... earlier this week? Tuesday, maybe Monday? I think it was Monday, right? It's been yes. a weird week. With it was New Year's the day of the week. Orange yeah. Bowl,
1: I yeah. think. The day of the Orange Bowl, so yeah,
0: he goes on the radio. And, you know, he basically knows what he's doing, right? He's trying to make people think, like, all right, we're doing something, right? We're going to do something to get this going.
1: I think there's pressure on him,
0: David. I don't think he just came up with that idea. Right, right, right. Um, And he knows, you know, by floating that idea out there, it's it's a change they're going to make. They're going to make a couple changes, obviously, but it's another change, and it's one that sounds like a more structural change, by changing something in the athletic department. Now, if you let Manny pick his guy, and it's a— chief of staff who's a guy who just handles day-to-day operations and it's a manny guy and it's just someone who helps him you know basically serves as another coach under him or another evaluator under him or another recruiter under him how big of a deal was it really? It's basically making a coaching change rather than making a big structural change to the athletic department Um, It's just
1: adding a hire Yeah, it's just adding adding another coach basically Yeah
0: Whereas if you do make a big splash and, and you, you pick the guy or, or someone higher up than you picks the guy um, to work clearly that's above a, Manny or, or as an intermediary, um, you know maybe an extra intermediary between Manny Diaz and, and the board of trustees or in, and the rest of the athletic department or the athletic director, mm-hmm. that's a big structural change. Getting this job that is a guy who's going to be a high-paid figure um, who's going to have leadership responsibility in the athletic department. That's probably the best way to phrase it, actually, is like, are they going to be a leader in the athletic department or are they going to be a follower on the, whatever the current coaching staff is? And that's a huge difference. If it's a leader, that's a big structural change. A guy that maybe, you know, when a coach gets fired, withstands that regime and has a role in moving the program forward. Whereas if it's a guy who is a follower, a guy who is going to be part of the staff, who's going to be part of the current coaching regime – then it's a guy who's going to change over every couple of years, depending on who the coach is, and is a really structural change when it's a role that yeah, is I, is undefined and kind of reports to the coach, where rather than a guy who is carving out his own role, and and obviously that is, Alonzo Highsmith is only going to come in the latter of those when he can be a leader in the athletic department.
1: Yeah, I agree, and then and and you know Barry Jackson wrote uh, this week that. Uh, that James, Blake James and Highsmith had a phone conversation about a job on Monday and that someone who knows Highsmith said he was left with the impression that U.M. would move ahead, oh, would move ahead with hiring him. Um, But then James, according to Barry Jackson, then... uh, The U.M. official said James then conveyed to Highsmith hours later that U.M. would consider other candidates, too, for the chief of staff job, and hiring an offensive coordinator was a priority. So that sounds to me that James is weakening. and Dragging his feet, at least. Well, it sounds to me like he's weakening all of a sudden. I don't know about dragging his feet. And then... Because if there are other people who are being considered, it sounds like Manny is possibly probably. And and the other, the
0: other hint there is maybe that the the uh, offensive coordinator hire is, if it happens before the chief of staff GM hire, then it's clear that it's not, really necessarily a general manager role. It's going to be clearly a a subordinate role to a degree.
1: Yeah, because then Hill. That you know, theory, coordinator is gonna theory, help you pick his the, other guys. Right? Yeah, well in
0: theory, if you're gonna hire a guy like Alonzo Highsmith, you
1: want that guy to Do be it first.
0: Yeah, you want that guy to be able to have some input in the even yeah. if he's not making the hire, you want him to at least say, Yeah, this guy's good or I, I get a bad feeling about this guy. Right. So mm-hmm. that's the uh, maybe the hint there of where this could be going. And and obviously, you know, who knows because Alonzo Highsmith is um you know, I think a guy who clearly you know, is open to the idea of coming back to Miami he cares a lot about the success at Miami um, and he is theoretically the, probably the best guy they could find for this sort of job if this is what they want um, to do with uh, this role that is an undefined role and, and something that you know, I'm not familiar that's why I was looking up this article from Athletic Director U or whatever I was on Uh, where I found this stuff about chiefs of staff because I was trying to figure out if there are other um, schools that have something similar where there's a guy other than the football coach who is, I don't want to say the head of the program, but at least a really important voice in uh, creating the direction of the program. Um, The closest comparison I can think of is Wisconsin, where Barry Alvarez is the athletic director, and it feels like every –
1: He's just a – He's just a, a right, strong right. It feels like
0: every six years, there's is yeah. Barry going to come it's back just... and coach? Like, there's always something like that. Um, so, that's really the only one I can think of that is in.
1: Well, we'll we'll soon we'll soon find out. Yeah. I think.
0: I, yeah, we'll see if if, a, if this hire happens soon. Then, before the athletic or before the OC is hired, then it's going to probably be an important job if they weighed on it, like, how how much are you really caring about this? And was it just lip service that Blake James was giving um, in the aftermath of a really bad week for the Miami Hurricanes?
1: Yeah, I don't think he can afford to give lip service, Mm -hmm. but that's just my opinion.
0: All right, before we uh, wrap up, let's jump into some of the other news. Uh, we touched on it at the top of the episode. And we talked about it kind of a lot last week, even though it hadn't officially happened. But Danny knows out as offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Um, Manny Diaz went on uh, WQAM on Monday to talk about um, the direction the yeah. offense is going to move. And he is – everyone wants to spread. And at least for now, he's saying the right things, right?
1: Spread. Yes, yeah, spread. Up-tempo. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, to, to new different philosophy. He said people are going to see things they haven't seen before, and of course the fans. I don't. I've gotten hundreds of responses to my story. That story just was like wildfire when Manny spoke, and I. There might be out of. I mean, hundreds of people making comments, gifts, gifs, GIFs yeah. whatever you guys want to call it. I mean, there, some of them were pretty funny. I hate to say it, but. Uh, the fans are not believers. Meaning, right. meaning, meaning. Uh, I'm not saying that they don't want the spread or they don't. But they want, don't buy it, uh, Manny. No, yeah, they don't believe him. He they said just a lot of the same stuff Manny. last year,
0: right? When he was well, hiring the offensive coordinator, he's dynamic,
1: fast. Yeah, but they, I, multiple, they just like Manny. Yeah, I, I, I feel. I do feel. I do really feel for Manny. I, I do because no matter what he says right. now. No one's buying it, but no matter what. He's sincere. He really, mm-hmm. you know, I think he's sincere, but I don't. It's just, and he's a smart guy. He probably right. know he knows that he's not dumb. Yeah. So um, nobody, nobody's buying it, and um, we'll see what happens. Um, I, for one, really would like to see an up tempo. Yeah, at least an up tempo, fascinating. I mean, you see the their competition when they boom, 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 and yeah. they I mean, snap uh, the ball. It's it's.
0: I, I said this on our episode we recorded after the uh, Independence Bowl. I was just like shocked watching the Miami offense this year. How it was not at all what I thought it was going to look like based on what right? Manny had said in the preseason and what I know about Manny and his personality and, and the that way he coaches the defense.
1: Knows, right.
0: I, right, but you hire the guy. Like you know right. what he brings, so that that's where the whole true. true. That's that's why I I sympathize with these fans who are like, why can well, we so trust anything I. this guy says? Because so do I. He says the right things all the
1: time. Yeah, and that's it's never been the issue. Yeah, he does it's say just, the right things, and it execute? seems like he really means it too, yeah. when he says it. I believe he really means it. He's a smart man. Um, but I mean, I I agree with you. I but. Let's see what happens when he gets an offensive coordinator. I the quarterback is a big issue, and that's mm-hmm. a whole. The the quarterback.
0: Yeah, I mean now. that's, that's going to be in flux up until it's going to be like last this last year. Yeah, I mean Jaron
1: Williams definitely can run, and I think he did in high school. More of a more of a, a fast oh, yeah, All pace, these guys run. Spread yeah, all those stuff. kids, right? They do. Sp- yeah, yeah. The, I remember likes in the
0: preseason that. or in the spring, all of them were talking about how they would like never played under shotgun before. They were all having to learn like and i'm not a total guy who's like or they sorry they all had to learn how to play under center right I, I was totally, just gonna correct you on and that. i'm okay. not totally a guy who's like you should always run out of shotgun but like these guys all football as a whole is spread offensive now you know, even in the nfl pro style systems are spreading the ball out a lot um and but
1: now, David, I agree, and, and Manny, and that, and I wrote this in my story, he left the door open for, you know, he said, well, there's no one, there's no one, um, he says spread is, is an ambiguous it word. Is. He said there's no one scheme that is going to be, you know, perfect. Yeah, that's why, to me,
0: the, the easiest thing, instead of saying play spread, because that doesn't mean anything, there's right. a million kinds of spread offenses, that's why I think both of us have kind of harped on tempo a lot over the Great. last couple of weeks because yep. that is where you should have the advantage, especially when you have the talent edge. you get the depth edge. You've got faster guys. You want to maximize the amount of plays you're running. You want to be catching guys off guard. You want to be playing the matchups. Definitely
1: off guard. But he's,
0: yeah. And that's been – just everything has been slow. And I think it. it's – like I said, it's just so different than the way he coaches defense and, and the way – he talks about the way he wants to run his program to have this plotting offense that yep. goes up under center, lines up for a long time and then runs a play action where it takes a long time to develop and you get sacked. Like there are, there are ways yeah. to scheme around some of their deficiencies that I thought, and I've said this a couple times too, there are sometimes when you, there are good things in Danny knows offense. Like, I still think of their first possession against Florida, where they were...
1: Oh, they seemed like they were yeah, moving fast, yeah, right? Yeah, they were Didn't moving fast. They were throwing they...
0: quick you know, screen passes and slants. Very and, nice. And all <laughs> that kind of stuff. Um, you know, they, they had some success throwing deep against uh, Florida State and Louisville uh, by spreading it out a little bit. Um, the RPO was really successful in, like, the middle portion of the season, pretty much until the FIU game. Um, so there, there were... Moments that the offense obviously looked really good, Um, and I think hopefully Manny like sees like what worked well and wants to get a coach who can maximize what this this group of talent does well because he's got to win now, right? Like it's he's in a a, yeah, so it's it's not like he can that's that's why I had to change the offensive coordinator. There's no leash left. Um, He had to even if it meant that. Uh, you're sacrificing the long term to an extent for the short term. They have to get this offense figured out. And college thing. football is a short no. There's no such thing necessarily as long term in college football. When there's guys uh, are at the school for probably on average less than three years now. When you factor in transfers and um, yep, you know guys leaving early for the NFL. At least starters, I would say. You know you you're not banking on having four-year starters anymore that are going to develop for a long time in an offensive scheme. You have to have simple offense that, or offense that's simple for high school students to grasp early and then obviously get more complex as they go through. But I mean, Miami, you, you watch any of these bowl games, they're freshmen making plays for every team and Miami just hasn't had that. And they've, got to do an offensive scheme that's going to be friendly for these guys coming out of high school um, if you want to build up sustained success by having guys you can get on the field as freshmen and be contributors for three years and and it's and everyone's running spread that's yeah. it's as simple as that you got to be having more of that than slow plotting pro style cool. offense under center eye formation like i know miami likes to have fullbacks but you probably get rid of full max <laughs> <laughs> um a couple other little news items before we wrap up um little we talked last little week four people we talked last pro. week well garvin and jeff thomas had already turned yeah, pro but four total, four total four total now trajan bandy heading to the nfl um not totally unsurprising given some of the reporting earlier right. in the week or, or the week before. And, and DJ, DJ Dallas heading pro, again, not really surprising. Although, His some, injury although and, some
1: people thought he would yeah, not turn I just, pro. Considered. I just bank on running back. I, I had a feeling. So you got Dallas. Oh, and
0: I, Lorenzo Lingard transferring.
1: Oh, oh, yes. And Lorenzo. Tra- okay. Mm-hmm. Bandy, Garvin, Thomas. I mean, I don't. Garvin will be. Drafted, yeah. Garvin would uh, be drafted, and yeah, yeah. I, d- I, think I, think DJ DJL will be drafted. drafted. Although, who knows about that injury? But, but I, it, I, forgetting, you know, in a, yeah, mm-hmm. d- he's a, he'll be, but, uh, yeah, I mean that's four experienced, yeah, uh, players. To like, me, the
0: Bandy one's the one that probably hurts the most. Yeah, from that group, you know, uh, Jeff Thomas had a disappointing season. Yeah,
1: and, and just also hit Jeff Thomas yeah, just had there's, problems. There's with too Jeff much Thomas. behind the scenes there, right. Um, Garvin. Garvin
0: is probably the best of that group, but you're going to be, like that's the yeah. one spot you've and recruited you also well. have some you've, good good talent. You've developed there. well. You've... you've got experience coming back there. You'll be good. Yeah. Um, running back DJ Dallas. That's still even with Lorenzo. I Wingard, think DJ.
1: I think actually. Action- Honestly, I think DJ does hurt because I don't. I look, agree. It, show me, you know the right, show. Right. Show me. I know these kids. Every yeah. year I see it. Four star. He's yeah. number six in the. Well, country, that's what I was just number, hinting
0: at. You, you got to get an yeah. offense to kind of maximize these guys, right? Yeah, you and I wanted,
1: playing. I understand they were they were just in high school, yeah. and I'm not saying they're not good, but you know.
0: No, I was watching oh, the man. Georgia game last night, and Kenny McIntosh was getting on the field for them. Freshman running back RJ's brother, who Miami like kind of. You wanted him, but like he wasn't top priority. Like, right? These guys, you got to be able to get these guys in the field. If you're the level of schemers and talent developers that are going to be successful at this level, you got to get those freshmen. And you have to
1: make. I guess what I'm trying to say to you is, you knew what you had with DJ. Mm Yeah. Okay. And and you don't know Uh, when I see them perform. Perform, excuse me. Then I'll tell you that they're great. I mean, I don't. You cover high school. I don't. Mm -hmm. But let's see how they do against college yeah, competition. Obviously. So it's a little more nerve wracking yeah. DJ leaving. The
0: cornerback, me. the, the De- Trajan bandy one is, is a blow. I think not just because he's your number one cornerback, but because, um, you're still thin there. Right. You don't have a lot of guys. I mean, Al Blades. I like Al Blades. I think he's going to have a good year next year. I was a DJ big DJ, DJ Abbey fan coming out of high school, but he has had his ups and downs. Um, He's got to get a little faster, and we'll see. This is a year a lot of guys take a leap. Obviously, going in their junior year, he's
1: had some problems off the field, some suspensions, and, <laughs> um, stuff, so and right. then
0: and then you got the two freshmen. I actually really like the play to Corey Couch on special teams in the uh, Independence Bowl, even uh-huh. though he got that one penalty. He's aggressive, um, huh? Yeah, he's, he <laughs> plays the way you want a cornerback to play, and and I like him. You know, I think he's he's a guy who I think will maybe be their nickel guy next year. And Christian Williams, and then after that it's just like a lot of you know, Marcus Clark is a true freshman who was mostly a wide receiver in high school, like you'd yeah, think he's gonna take s- some time. Um they'll, they'll try to get another cornerback in the class, and that's a spot where I think a grad transfer would make sense, probably, mm-hmm. right? So Yeah. So that's why that and one hurts so to me. And that was a weak that was a weakness, right? That's the one weakness on defense was kind of the secondary and, and you're losing yeah, the
1: linebackers.
0: I'm I'm not as worried about linebackers as some other people because so, they have all these guys coming back yeah. from injury. They're right. weirdly deep there, even if it's a lot of guys who are question marks because they're coming back from injuries or they're freshmen.
1: Yeah, they, some of the guys coming back from injuries have been perpetually injured. Right? Yeah, that's, and I, I. You got try, a lot of no, you got a lot of bodies,
0: no. but you don't yeah. know what those bodies are going to be. So I'm not as worried, unless you. I mean.
1: I don't know. Brooks, cool. looked good, Brooks right? look good, right? Brooks look good. Really good. I mean, look at your. your I love man. Avery Huff. You love was, Avery Huff. In high okay? school, he was and like they, the best linebacker so, in Florida. That so that's so, good. That's good knows? news. And and Zach McLeod is. Re- yes, I think that's Zach McLeod is really good. Mm-hmm. So if he is really healthy, and goodness knows he should be by now, that is huge. Yeah. Um, I do think it's big losing Pinckney and, um, you know. Yeah, but
0: you knew that was. Cool. Then, you planned for
1: that. You know, you'd recruited shot. for that. Right. Um, I like some of these freshmen. And I think quarterback is really nerve-wracking Yeah,
0: That'll be another spot where...
1: That's going to be really nerve-wracking because, let's face it, as the quarterback turns at UM, who knows, Jaron... I think that's. I'm sure we'll spend a lot of
0: our offseason talking about quarterbacks. As, Tate uh,
1: Martell. Yeah, as
0: uh, transfers either come in yeah. or come out.
1: The guy from Wake Forest. What's that's, his name again? Po- the kid uh, The kid just. Tra- he just. He's in the transfer portal. Yep, that's and a he's, popular name right now. And he's for Miami. good. Yeah. Especially
0: so. because uh, the Wake Forest offensive coordinator has been mentioned as a, a guy that Miami could look at. So. All
1: we'll right. Well. Be,
0: uh, a Dan Enos.
1: David, I, I just—we're—we're I, we're gonna close this one out. But I just remember sitting here a year ago. Yeah, it <laughs> wasn't was it? what's today? January second.
0: So Manny Diaz had been hired like three was days. Was this a, the press
1: conference day, January second? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I—I I think like December thirtieth it happened. And yeah, yeah. I—I I mean, this is you know a year later. There's always some interesting things to yeah. talk
0: about. I did say we sound a lot less optimistic than we did uh this time last year we about really, the future yeah, of Miami. We, d- we really um, do. We will come back though. I don't know. There's at this point there's so much news. We'll probably yeah. just be back sometime next week. Yeah, next week. Um for whatever happens on the Alonzo Highsmith developments and um, offensive coordinator search. I would think this is a week when kind of like you start to interview guys once the bowls kind of settle down mm-hmm. and um, Coaches can get out back out on the recruiting trail. I think next week, after the game. Um,
1: I don't know how the after I don't, the, I don't know the exact after game, the national championship it kind of wants game get back
0: in school basically. So thirteen. So um yeah, like I said, uh we'll okay. be back next week. Um as always, you can follow Susan on Twitter. That's at S Miller Degnan. Um, you write anything? I guess we're covering the Alonzo Highsmith stuff. So keep an eye out for just, all that. That's been the, the yeah. big story of the last week. Um, I am on Twitter at DBWilson2 I'm everywhere so
1: he's uh, everywhere yep and including all the uh, the high school kids and of course, coming in
0: yep check out MiamiHerald.com we'll have lots of all
1: star games
0: yeah I'm going up, up to the up to Orlando and actually just a little bit for the uh, Under Armour All-America game where we've got a couple of Miami guys playing so it'll be fun thanks yes, to, as will. always for listening yes, guys let us, uh, and we will
1: talk to you next week yes and let us know let us know your opinion love yeah, to definitely. hear it okay. Take care.